This is the Victory Podcast. Every week, we'll share an inspiring message about God's grace and forgiveness for you, wherever you're at in life. Your victory starts now. You've heard that it was said that Christianity is about being better than other people. You've heard that it's been said that Christianity is all about control. You've heard that it was said that Christianity is about fear. You've heard that it was said that Christianity is about not being able to have any fun. You've heard that it was said that Christianity doesn't give you enough information. You've heard that it was said that Christianity is really a hate religion. You've heard that it was said that Christianity is really all uh, about rules and that Christianity is the reason why there's one war after another. You and I, we've heard these things about Christianity. Whether we're Christians or whether we're skeptics or whether we're atheists or whether we belong to another religion, we've all heard those things about Christianity. As Pastor Ben this morning said, we're continuing our series Start with Jesus. And so we're trying to do our best to put aside all those things that we've heard of and, and all those things that we think of when we think of Christianity. And we're just going to start with Jesus. It's, it's about him. So let's just start with him. In week one, we talked about integrity, right? And we, we said that integrity is always always doing the right thing at the right time for the right reason. We, we saw as human beings, we don't want to be lied to. We want substance. And what we found is, is that Jesus never lies to us, that, that Jesus is the embodiment of integrity. And so whenever we're seeking out integrity, whether we realized it before or not, who we're really seeking is Jesus. It's all of us. When we're seeking integrity, that's who we're really seeking. Last week, Pastor Ben had this great message on on serving and in the upside down kingdom of God. Right In the worldly kingdoms, uh, power and, and all that, the prestige is by big names and offices in the corner overlooking the lake and, and people underneath you. But in Jesus' kingdom, those who are great are those who get down on their knees and serve. And this morning, as we continue our series, what we're going to do is we're going to look at a teaching that many people Uh, inside of Christianity and outside of Christianity. They look at this teaching and they say that this teaching is one of the greatest teachings of all kind of human history, maybe the greatest one. And some of us, some of us know this teaching as Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. Now, five times, 
in this Sermon on the Mount that begins in, in the first book of, of the New Testament, a book called Matthew. And Matthew was a, a tax collector. We'll make a little reference to that in a minute. Five times in this Sermon on the Mount, in this very opening chapter, Jesus says, you've heard that it was said. And then he goes on and explains things more, more fully. And so this morning, what we're looking at is we're looking at the fifth time Jesus says that. He says, you've heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Just the opposite of what everybody was expecting. Right? This is the first time anyone has ever said anything like that. Love your neighbor, yes. Love your enemy. Wow. First time anyone's ever said that. And so from, from this point on, whenever anyone says anything like that at all, it really has its reference point all the way back to Jesus. And as Jesus is bringing this teaching to the people that were immediately in front of him, when he says, love your enemies, they had some enemies that came to their mind right away. One of them was the, the role of those who played the tax collectors, like Matthew used to be. Uh, again, tax collector for you and me, we really don't talk like that. But today, a tax collector would be someone who is a thief, a money launderer, someone who's into racketeering. Okay, And these people that did this back at Jesus' time, they did it out in front of everybody in public with the power and the authority of another one of their enemies, the Roman government. The people couldn't do anything about it. They hated the tax collectors. They hated the Roman government. And it's into that setting that Jesus brings this teaching where he says, you've heard that it was said. Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemy and pray for those who persecute you. Okay. Again, now, that original group, not a lot different than us. They had heard, love your enemy, love, the, or love your neighbor, love people that are like you, but, but love those people that are different than you. Now, they, they weren't taught that. The rabbis, the, the teachers said, you know, love the people like you, hate those not like you, but you know what? That, that's really not found in, in the Old Testament. If we go back to the book of the law, the first giving of the law in the Old Testament, we run into this book called Leviticus. And in chapter 19, it says this, do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Okay, so that takes care of the, the love your neighbor. And just a few sentences further on in Leviticus 19, it says this about those people from different backgrounds, those people with different customs, those people with different skin colors, those people who like different kinds of foods, all those kinds of things. It says, when a foreigner resides among you in your land, do not mistreat them. The foreigner residing among you must be treated as your native born. Love them as yourself, for you were foreigners in Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Okay. So there it is, right? And, and did you notice that at the end of each of those statements was the phrase either I am the Lord or I am the Lord your God? What God is saying is, is I am Lord over all people. I made all people, all 
Okay, no exceptions. All people are made in the image of God. Okay? And so Jesus says, love your enemies. And again, he, he is refuting that teaching that the people were thinking was the normal thing. You just love people that are like you. You hang around with people that are like you. And Jesus goes, you've heard that, but actually love those who are different than you. Love your enemies. So do you have any enemies? So picture it. You're at 1265 Lombardi Avenue in Green Bay, okay? Lambeau Field, right? Uh, two people walk in from, from different sides of the stadium. They've never met each other, never seen each other. And as they make their way to the, their seats, they, they end up sitting right beside each other. The deal is, is that one of them has a jersey on of one team and the other one has on the jersey of the other team. Okay. And it's, it's awkward at best. Right? And quite often there's some animosity there, and sometimes that animosity boils over. Okay? I don't know the whole deal from this last Thursday, but there were a group of Green Bay Packer fans and a group of Philadelphia Eagle fans that got into it, got into a fight, and got arrested. I just want you to think about that for a minute. If you have an enemy, if you've made an enemy because they cheer for a different team than you do, I mean, even if it's the Bears, <laughs> no, you know, to be fair, even if it's the Packers, right? Really? You really need to check your heart on that. And what's really important. And at the end of the day, if they really still are your enemy, Jesus says, love your enemy. Got any enemies? Uh, think about it. Just after church today, you're going to stop by, let's say you're going to stop by Pick and Save down by Target, right? And you're just going to pick up a, a few things as you're making your way through that last row. You're putting in some cheese and stuff like that in your cart. You got like 20, 25 items in your cart. As you're looking down there, you're going, I'm not going to go to the self-checkout line. I just have too much for that. It's a little cumbersome and all that. I'll go to a regular checkout lane. And as you make that corner and you're turning to your right to go up to the checkout lines, you see that a person is actually leaving the line that's open and it's going to be wide open for you. This is going to be great. You're going to get checked out. You're going to be home by noon before the football game starts. Okay. And as you're making your way and you're pushing your car to that checkout line, somebody from one of those middle aisles comes pushing their cart and it is full of groceries. Okay, and they're going for the same, the only checkout line that's open, right? And they're, they've got a mountain of growth. It is moving back and forth, you know? It is like a Jenga game, and you know, but it's not falling over. And, but you got to beat them there now, right? But you don't. And they get in that line in front of you. And you start to mutter. Hmm? as that person begins deconstructing that shopping cart full of groceries. 
Jesus in that, that Sermon on the Mount in our context says this of God. He says, he, he, God, causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. God loves all people. God blesses all people. God sends the rain and the sun on to all people in love. Let's be honest, there, there have been times at least in our lives that if we were in charge of the rain, it's going to skip over some people's gardens, right? They, they, they crossed us, and so it's, eh, how about that? No rain for you. Start with Jesus. Christianity, if you want to check it out, whatever, you want to know what it's about, start with Jesus. He said, love your enemies. Sometimes the, the people that are the, the hardest to love, they're the, the ones, right, that have mistreated us, they've disappointed us, they've discouraged us. And, and so what that means is sometimes the, the people that are hardest to love are the people that are actually closest to us. Our spouse, our parent, uh, a child, a, a good friend, and, and I hope not, I hope not, but maybe, maybe even someone at church. Sometimes we make our, our own enemies, okay? And, and even if that's the case, if, if we've done that, Jesus still comes around and says, love your enemies, what Jesus is, is talking about here specifically, though, are, are those who actually persecute us, who hate us, and who make our life miserable, our enemies. You know what the deal is about our enemies? Is God loves our enemies. Jesus loves them to pieces. Jesus loves enemies. You know, and, and that's actually a great thing. Because you know what? Sometimes we're those people. We're the enemies. God's enemies. Romans chapter 5, book in the Bible says this, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since we've now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? While we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son. See, every time, every time we sin, every time that is that we go against the, the will and word of God, what we're telling God is you go away. <laughs> I don't like you. You're my enemy. I do what I, I want to do. And Jesus is able to make this pretty clear for us in this Sermon on the Mount again. For example, he's got this teaching right before ours is, is he goes, you've heard it been said that you shall not commit adultery. But I tell you, anyone who looks at anyone lustfully has already committed adultery with them in their heart. Already gone away from God. Do you know anyone who's, who's ever, ever looked at anyone lustfully? Uh, Jesus says in his Sermon on the Mount, you know, you've heard it was said, you shall not murder, but I tell you, anyone who, who hates someone 
has already committed murder in their heart. Yeah, we've, we've, we've done those things. We're enemies. But I want you to know that no matter what you've done, and no matter how many times you've walked away, no matter how bad you've been hurt or no matter how bad you have hurt others, Jesus loves you. When we were his enemies, Jesus didn't grab up his fist and go all MMA on us, all right? And swirl around and kick us, put us in a chokehold or any of those things. No, he, he opened up his fists and he received the nails of our sins, all of them. He opens up his hands and welcomes you and me, all of us, and all of our garbage too. See, that's the kind of love that Jesus has for you. That's the kind of love that Christianity is really all about. That's the kind of love that Jesus is calling you and me to imitate today and for the rest of our lives. It's this kind of love found in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. For some of you, these words will be somewhat familiar because maybe they were a part of your wedding. Right? It says, love is patient, love is kind, does not envy, does not boast, it is not proud, does not dishonor others, it's not self-seeking, it's not easily angered, keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. See, if, if you look at those words up on the screen and you, you see all those illustrations, uh, definitions, examples of love, you'll see that love is, is not only an emotion, it's not only an attitude, it's an action. It's an action. Do you want to see what Christianity is all about? It's about that. It's about Jesus. Okay. So let's reread these words now. Jesus is patient. Jesus is kind. Jesus does not envy. Jesus does not boast. Jesus is not proud. Jesus does not dishonor others. Jesus is not self-seeking. Jesus is not easily angered. Jesus keeps no record of wrongs. Jesus does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Jesus always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres, Jesus never fails. Start with Jesus. Jesus loves the, the unlovable, the ungrateful, the wicked, the, the evil, the self-righteous, the proud, those who don't understand. See, Jesus doesn't make people earn his love. 
Jesus' love for you and me and all people is never, ever based on our performance. Start with Jesus. And, and here's something that, that's key for us in our culture today. As we start with Jesus, love is not permission to do wrong. Love is saying, oh, I, I know it's wrong, but it'll be okay. Love is not permission to do wrong. Love is treating a person with dignity and respect even after they have done wrong, when they do wrong, without approving of the wrong they've done. So how do we do that? We start with Jesus. See, Jesus, as he's wrapping up our our section on that Sermon on the Mount, he says this, be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. The word perfect there has its, its root meaning means complete, okay? And remember earlier we talked about Jesus said, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. When Jesus was being crucified by the Roman soldiers, when Jesus was being crucified for your sins and mine, we were clearly his enemies. And what did Jesus do? He prayed, Father, forgive them. Forgive you and me. Father, forgive them. For they do not know what they're doing. And then just a a couple of hours later, Jesus said, it is finished. That word finished, its root word is the same as the root word for perfect. It is complete. The saving of souls is complete. Jesus says, my love for the entire world is now shown to be complete. What's Christianity about? Start with Jesus. Love your enemies. Love your enemies. See, fighting never stopped hatred. Anger never stopped hatred. Only love is the transforming power to change an enemy into a friend. Start with Jesus. Do what people wouldn't expect you to do. Love your enemy. Proverbs 19.11 says, it's to one's glory to overlook an offense. So when you're at work, when you're at home, when you're at school, when you're out in public, when you're on the highway, whatever setting you're in, Start with Jesus. Refuse to retaliate. Retaliation only leads to escalation. Turn your cheek. Love those, even those who hate you. Speak well of them. Pray for them. That thing you wish someone would do for you out of love, do for your enemy out of love. So no matter who you are this morning, whether you're a a Christian or a skeptic or an atheist or or maybe someone who who follows a different 
religion. Start with Jesus. Just see what that's like. To love your enemy. And see what that does to your life and to your heart and to the life and hearts of others. Start with Jesus. Let's pray. Lord God, thank you for for loving us before we ever dreamed of loving you. In fact, truth be told, by our, our spiritual nature, we would have never dreamed of loving you. But we love you because you first loved us. Lord, sometimes we're honest and we think, if if we're honest, we think we've earned your love. We haven't. You love us because that's who you are. You are loving. Lord, lead us and guide us, empower us to love you and all people. Help us to live like Jesus. So help us to start with Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Victory Podcast, brought to you by Victory of the Lamb in Franklin, Wisconsin. For video sermon archives, more information about us, and to let us know how we can meet you where you're at, go to victoryofthelamb.com.